Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch. Another week has passed and this is the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, celebrity brand director across a multitude of sassy titles. And I'm TV journalist and critic Ian McEwan and today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 23rd of October 2020 and they include Yaksha Mash, the return of Borat on Amazon. <laughs> Let's get out of the way early. Sky at- I love it, I love it. Sky Atlantic's The Undoing, starring Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman, and Sky Cinema's The Secret Garden. And we'll also be talking about Netflix's animation Over the Moon, featuring Sandra Oh, the wine show on Amazon Prime, completely mad, and Once Upon a Snowman on Disney+. Plus. But first, Ian, what's in the news? Well, I think it was last week that we mentioned uh, Jeremy Clarkson and his new show about yes. life on the farm. Well, not to be outdone, James May has a new show on Amazon called Oh Cook. Do you see what he's done there? It's a cookery show. I, I like yeah. it. So it's sort of, um, <laughs> it's, I think he's done a book with the same title, and it's sort of cookery for people who really don't know what they're doing, much like myself. Um, so what's caught your eye, Hannah? George Clooney. He's starring in Netflix's post-apocalyptic, apocalyptic, apocalyptic, that's the way you say it, tale, The Midnight Sky. Um, he plays Augustine, um, a scientist who's in a race against time to stop Sully, who's played by Felicity Jones, and her fellow astronauts from returning home to a mysterious global catastrophe. Sounds good, doesn't it? Sounds pretty cheery. However, this week, the big news, <laughs> big news, I'm so excited, uh, Borat is back. Uh, most people are calling it Borat 2, but the proper title is Borat Subsequent Movie Film. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's back. As you know, I'm a huge fan. Me too. Let's have a listen to a clip. Fourteen years ago, I released a movie film which brought great shame to Kazakhstan. But now I was instructed to return to Yankee Land to carry out secret mission. I go to America! What is problem, officer? Got somebody that's strapped to the top of your car. He's in that passenger seat, boss. Only men and bears are allowed inside car. So yes, the original Borat was a huge hit. Uh, saw the Kazakh news reporter out and about in America. Um, some people thought it was a bit racist. What do you think, Hannah? Mm. Um, well, I, I mean, I can see why they may come to that conclusion, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but to be honest with you, you Borat is Borat, right? This is this is the genre. This is what, what he's doing. And so, I don't know, I think you have to probably take it in the spirit that it's delivered. Would you agree? Yeah, and at its best, at its best, what he's doing, a, a bit similarly to with Ali G, he's giving people enough rope with which to hang themselves. So the problem he faces now, of course, is that Borat's had so much exposure in America that a lot of people are going to recognise him, and they do actually address that in, in, in the show. Um, yeah, that is. But, I did wonder how they do that, because that's exactly right. If you look at everything he's done, even back to kind of Ali G, it really was based on the fact that nobody knew who he, who he was. Exactly. But, um, yeah, this is a one-off, um, and you will see that he sort of does adopt a disguise, and there's going to be some uh, American politicians involved. So, oh, um, I wish, yeah, I wish, I I, wish Trump was on there, please. 
that would be amazing. I believe, I believe Mike Pence is is has mm. been mentioned. Um, yes, but I'm so happy that Borat is back. It's great news. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Well, I'd like to talk about the Undoing. Um, it's uh, on Sky Atlantic, and it stars Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant, which frankly has me sold anyway to be honest with you um it's a psychological thriller about a murder in new york let's have a listen and then we'll have a chat okay you know what i love about this you could never tell they were rich it's all so classy and understated i'll make it up to you later make it up to me now let's find a room they must have a few you're so bad it is what rich Entitled people do when threatened. They conceal the ugly truths to protect themselves. The community is in shock tonight over the gruesome discovery of a fourth grade mother found bludgeoned to death. Okay, so it's written by um, David E. Kelly, who also wrote um, Big Little Lies, um, obviously a massive hit, and of course Nicole Kidman also starred in that, and and I think she won an an Emmy too um, for her role as Celeste Wright. So, you know, this is always, this should be very, very good. Um, It's a six-part series, and um, Nicole Kidman plays the part of a therapist, Grace Fraser, and her husband is Jonathan, who's who's played by Hugh Grant. and I suppose it kind of, it's what seems like the perfect life on the outside looking in, which, let's be honest, most people's kind of social media presence suggests that, so you can really relate to it. Um, but behind closed doors, uh, is it really? Uh, and um, I think it's very good. I don't, I don't know what you think, Ian. Well, obviously it's got the Kelly's uh, stamp on it, and, and as you say, she was brilliant in Big Little Eyes, and I think mm. it's got a little bit of the, the feel of that show as well. And it's good to see... I mean, Hugh Grant came back to TV for um, a very English scandal, didn't he? Really successfully playing Jeremy Thorpe. Yes. So it's great to see him um, back in a TV show. Well, in fact, funnily enough, last night I was watching the um, his life on screen documentary, which is brilliant. That was on the BBC. But yeah, I think it looks good. I thought, I don't know about you, I thought um, Nicole Kidman in this looks very much like Rebecca Brooks. Don't you think? She really, really does. It's just the sort of, yeah, it's the hair, isn't it? She's got this kind of like, you know, Rebecca Brooks has sort of this huge mop of, of red hair and that's exactly what Nicole Kidman does in kind of curled fashion. Um, I, I, I think it's really good. I think it's, um, as I say, I was kind of sold at the cast, to be honest with you. Um, I think it's really well cast. And I also think it's really relatable. I think so many people that outside looking in their life just looks absolutely amazing but behind closed doors things things perhaps are quite different absolutely and of course by strange coincidence uh both of the stars have been in paddington movies yes they have but i do love paddington it's fantastic isn't it (laughs) it also features uh donald sutherland um as grace's very wealthy dad and he is he is terrifying in that role. He, um, he's absolutely great at playing the paddy. So he is yeah, this, terrifying. This looks very very good. Um, more stuff coming up for Nicole Kidman. Uh, she is going to be in uh, a Netflix drama called The Prom, uh, which will co-star Meryl Streep and James Corden. Looking forward to that. Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Now. Um, if you've been watching anything on Sky, you will have seen them trailing The Secret Garden, uh, a film mm. based on the famous book. 
uh, which will be available on Sky Cinema uh, at the same time as it is released into proper cinemas. So let's have a quick listen to a clip. Shall I tell you a story? It's the story of an orphan girl who was sent to live in a mysterious house. If you cause me trouble, I'll have you sent away in an instant. You understand? Where she discovered something. Something magical. Something Yes, yeah, so this is based on the classic novel by Francis Hodgson Burnett. Um, it's got a pretty impressive cast. So we have Julie Walters, we have Colin Firth. Um, for those not familiar with the story, uh, it's about an orphan, Mary, who goes to live with her uncle, played by Colin Firth, and Julie Walters is the housekeeper. And uh, he's grieving, she's in this big kind of gloomy old house her cousin a young lad lives there he's wheelchair bound um so it's all rather depressing but she discovers the key that opens this uh, secret garden of the title um and we'll talk about another film that has a kind of similar theme this is all about sort of childhood imagination kind of moving on from uh, grief um and it's just it looks like a classic stylish adaptation um i really like the look of it is this this one for you hannah well i absolutely love the book um in fact my children are reading it now i absolutely love it so it's one of those things that you kind of always hope doesn't ruin the book um because that can quite often happen i don't think this is going to be the one that does that i I think it it does look really really good um really enjoyable really well done really well cast um and you know obviously big big bucks behind it absolutely now i think also this week, there's, there's an animation on uh, Netflix you've been looking at that has some similarities, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Um, Over the Moon. So this is a one-off animation. Um, and again, it's right up mine and my children's street, I think. Um, so essentially, let's have, let's have a little listen and then we'll talk about it. I love to hear about the moon goddess. Again? Tell me, Mama. A beautiful woman and a handsome man were in love. But she accidentally took a magic potion and floated away, leaving her true love behind. Now she waits for him on the moon. Okay, so as I say, it's an animation um, and the child, Fifi, loses her mother. Her mother passes and she decides that she wants... There's a tale that her parents tell her about this person, a legendary Chinese moon goddess that lives lives on the moon. Um, And she decides to build a rocket ship to the moon in the hope of proving the existence of this Chinese moon goddess. And... um, you see her go through the process of of, of trying to build um, a spaceship, I suppose, or a rocket that will get her there. And um, 
she takes her beloved rabbit Bungie with her, who is very, very cute. Um, and um, she finally does it. But as she does, she realises that a friend of hers has jumped on board and she hadn't really calculated for his weight too. But anyway, she ends up um, discovering a land full of fantastical creatures. It's really lovely. It's really bright. It's really exciting. But also it's got that kind of twinge of sadness that often um, these kind of animations do around obviously losing her mum. Perhaps not one for you, Ian. Maybe. Yeah, I thought I liked the look of it. I thought I thought it's always good to have an amusing uh, animal sidekick, and uh, I did like Bungie the rabbit. It's very funny, and the fact that uh, when she builds the the, the rocket, it, it looks like a, gi- a giant, giant rabbit. rabbit yeah. Um, yeah, and it's got uh, got some good voice cast. So John Cho from Star Trek plays uh, her dad. And um, Sandra Oh from Killing Eve uh, plays her future stepmother. Yeah, because I think it didn't it didn't fit into her schedule. I don't think Sandra Oh initially did it, and I think she really was so pleased that it did eventually because it is it's a really fun thing to be a part of. I would think she's like you, Hannah. She's got a very busy schedule. Like two peas and a <laughs> yeah. pod, aren't you? Speak to my PA. <laughs> okay, well, uh, slightly different feel to this one. It's series three of the Wine Show on uh, Amazon Prime, which I was unfamiliar with. Let's have uh, a little taster. Welcome to the wine show. Thanks, Jimmy. I say, Joe, you have found yourself a rather tasty little spot, haven't you? Welcome to Porto. Thank you very much. Yes. Once again, we come to an astonishing landscape. That's breathtaking. So you're the queen of Amazon Prime, Hannah. I don't know if you'd looked at this one previously, but it's rather interesting. So it's got, as the title suggests, it's a show all about wine. And um, it's presented by uh, this guy, Joe Fatterini, who's been described as the the David Attenborough of Oddbins. And he he is with Matthew Goods, the actor from Downton, and Matthew Rhys, the Welsh actor from The Americans. Um... And they're going to be joined in this third series by none other than Dominic West. How's that? Oh, how's that for timing? I know. <laughs> uh, but it's sort of, I mean, it just looks so aspirational, doesn't it? The kind of whole thing looks like a sort of an advert for some kind of lifestyle type product. Um, yeah. But they're just, they're just having the most fantastic time going to these wonderful vineyards, eating in these amazing restaurants. I mean, you know, that is how I, it's a bit like the talented Mr. Ripley, but without the, the murder. Yeah. You know, but I mean, basically, if one of those presenters drops out, you know, here's my <laughs> number kind of thing. I mean, it looks absolutely great to be a part of. Doesn't it? I don't know how I've missed this for so long. It's actually quite mad as well. I know. I couldn't help thinking of when Alan Partridge was pitching all his ideas and uh, the, BBC, <laughs> the, the BBC commissioner said he'd always wanted to make a show about wine. Well, this is that show. Um, this is it. There is a bit of a vogue for um, celebrities producing their own wine, isn't there, Hannah? Have you tried any any celebrity bottles of wine? Yeah. Well, I think, um, well, George Clooney um, has his own. um, And also, most recently, Philip Schofield, I believe. Schofield's jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm probably not allowed to mention all these different places. I'm pretty sure he did a deal with... With Waitrose. Okay. I, I'm, I don't think I've plucked that from the air. <laughs> I may have done. Lockdown has made me go slightly wild. But um, 
No, I'm pretty sure he did. I, I, I'm not sure what his link is to wine, but yeah. Fair enough. Well, I mean, if you like uh, very handsome actors um, in spectacular landscapes, drinking expensive wine, uh, this is the show for you. And in this series, uh, it's all about Portugal. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, there's nothing not to love, really, is there? Wine I lovers. I can't believe it's series three. I know. Well, wine lovers tune in. Yeah. Do you like a, Do you like a drop of red or a drop of red or a drop of white for you? <sighs> On the red at the moment, and uh, it's the only thing that's getting me through lockdown, if I'm honest. (laughs) (laughs) Amen to that. (laughs) Now, uh, I think we've got a slightly less grown-up one-off animation for us to look at on Disney+. Yeah, I... I do. Once Upon a Snowman on Disney Plus. So, like you say, it's a, it's a kind of an all-new short film. Um, if you love Anna or Anna, if you want to call her Anna, love Olaf, love Frozen, you know, you're going to absolutely love this. And um, it follows on from the dogs tripping over the computer. <laughs> the, the dogs made another unscheduled appearance. Oh, my gosh. Don't doing? work with children or animals. I've got the kids back to school and I've got the dogs here, for goodness sake. Um, so this follows on back to uh, back to the uh, point in that we're talking about. This follows on from Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Um, it's it, it's just really really lovely, um, and you kind of you'll get to find out what happened to Olaf in the moments he was brought to life by Elsa. I don't know if you remember from the first um, film um, when she was singing "Let It Go" and she she created Olaf. Oh. Yeah, this is remarkably brief, isn't it, Hannah? Seven minutes. Yeah. It is really brief. I remember seeing the other one and, and there's, there's a part of you that feels just incredibly disappointed because you just want more um, because this franchise is just is just brilliant and works really, really well. And of course, um, there isn't any more, but it will it will wet the uh, wet the palate for a lot of people who just want, want more from the Frozen franchise, I think. Okay. Well, it's that time of the podcast where I ask you what you've been binging on. Well, I've been binging on a bit of Borat because Good. that just never fails to cheer me up and, 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 and I think we both uh, absolutely adore that. Um, I've nearly finished The Fool, you'll be pleased to know. Wow. Um, I feel like it's getting a bit, well, it's getting a bit silly now, I think. I, I mean, at this point, definitely they'd have captured him. I mean, just honestly. But Jamie Dornan's in it, so I'm sticking with it. Um, and also, I do love Gillian Anderson and it is brilliant. So, And I'm not looking under my bed so much when I get when I go up to bedroom at night, so that's yes. okay. Um, and um, I'm finishing, I don't even remember, ages and ages ago, I started to watch This Is Us on Amazon Prime. Oh, yes. Um, and it's, 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 it's so lengthy, it's unbelievable. And you can pick it up and put it down whenever you want to. So I'm just coming towards, towards the end of that too. How about you? Well, I did watch, um, finally, I watched the David Attenborough film um, A Life on Our Planet um, on Netflix. Oh my god, amazing. Which is really good and I kind of what I liked about it was obviously the, he's looking back over his, his career uh, in broadcasting doing wildlife documentaries and also looking at the destruction of the environment so by the time you're about halfway through and as we go along, as we as we go through the decades, they're showing these figures of like degradation of natural habitat and human population rising and um, by the time it's halfway through, you're thinking, oh, no, it's looking absolutely terrible. But then the second half of it is all about, okay, here's five things we can do to turn the tide. And it, and it actually, the second half is, is a, ends on an optimistic note, really saying, look, if we do it now, these are all the things like, you know, mm. uh, 
controlling the population and going to like sustainable energy and so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's it was very very good. I've also started watching. I don't know if you've watched any of this. Life, uh, the BBC drama. It's 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 sort of related to Doctor Foster because one of the characters from Doctor mm. Foster is is one of the main characters in this. It's by Mike Bartlett. Um, I got to tell you, I wasn't super impressed. I don't know if you've caught any of that. Yeah, I, do you know what? I haven't. I haven't watched any of it. But I mean, I was a massive fan of Doctor Foster, so I would have expected to be of this. But uh, it sounds maybe not so. Okay, and briefly, I, I started watching a film on iPlayer, which is a biopic of Jimi Hendrix, and oh. uh, I thought the guy who's playing Jimi Hendrix looks so familiar, but I just can't place the actor. Suddenly it came to me. It was Andre 3000 from Outcast. <laughs> wow. Yeah, anyway, that's... Well, there that's, you go. That's by the by. Um, now, we're nearly out of time. Uh, but before we go, let's, uh, let's have a little look at what's coming up next week. Okay, so we'll be looking at His House, which is um, a thriller film. And it stars none other than Matt Smith. Uh, also... Eagerly anticipated uh, return of The Mandalorian, of course, with Baby Yoda on Disney+. And I'm very excited about uh, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg back together again in Truth Seekers on Amazon Prime. But in the meantime, keep, keep watching! watching. <laughs>